This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So, I've got kind of a, a, a quick and easy truck hack. Truck okay. hack! Truck hack. Hack truck, truck hack. So, if you're cheap like me, not cheap, just budget-minded. Smart. Yeah. Um, and you have a brand new truck. But every time you put something in the bed of the truck, you're like putting tarps down, like what I do. Because <laughs> you don't want to like scratch it. I know. I know, guys. I know. But when you buy a brand new truck, you're kind of a little... You know, it's like, hey, you know, I want that first scratch to mean something. Yeah. Not me putting a groceries in the back. <laughs> or some tree branches. Or a tree branch. Or a couch. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some stupid, right? You know what? So anyways, I started thinking. I was like, I was getting a rubber mat to throw down. Because also I've got that side by side rack coming, so I don't right. wanna I don't wanna have that in there and just slowly kind of work its way through the paint and then end up starting to try to rust something. Eventually I am gonna get a bed liner on the truck eventually mm-hmm. um but it's not on my top priority because i, I, fi- I figured out a truck hack so rubber mats great idea especially i mean like the ru- well anyways rubber mats are a great idea i went to find one for my truck and they're they're kind of expensive mm-hmm. for just a rubber mat <laughs> i was like really Are you kidding me so i i uh talked to josh which are is our is our resident farm kind of guy farm. i would say josh is a 1000 percent function over form yeah. type guy like yeah it has to work yeah and if it doesn't work i don't have time for it yeah yeah, yeah. so he's like hey you should get a horse stall mat and i'm like oh i see where you're going okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so i started doing some old searchy searchy poo on some local you know like uh north 40 or farm supply stores mm-hmm. at North 40 
they have bulk rubber mat that's four foot wide. You can get it in however length you want for like half the price of a regular rubber mat for a bed of your truck. So I got a rubber mat for like 55 bucks for the back of the truck that I can just throw in there when I'm putting my rack in or if I want, you know, for mm-hmm. whatever I'm throwing in there, I don't want it to damage my bed. Truck hack. Truck hack. Hey, if it works, it ain't dumb. Yeah. Straight up. Kind of cool. I don't know. For y'all out there. There's a bunch of different ones. I got the really thin stuff, which I that's what I was going for. I didn't want mm-hmm. something super thick because I wanted to be able to roll it up and put it away when I wasn't using it. But yeah, kind of an easy little thing if you want to keep your bed nice and nice and tight. Because I think I might actually that. I might buy some for the back of my excursion. Yeah. Because um, they like WeatherTech and oh, I forgot the other name of them, but they do make a, a back mat for the excursions. But Husky, they, Husky. They're not very thick, and I had one of the old. And yep. it worked well because they had the lip on the end, so like the water sure. doesn't make it way out and everything like that. Do you know what I don't like with those though? They always bend over. Yes, I know. I can't stand that. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know. <laughs> so, so I think I'm a- actually because right now I actually just have a really really thick piece of cardboard in there. <laughs> Dude, I would. I and it's working really well. I've just thrown a tarp in the back of my truck every time we've gone camping, and I just mm-hmm. throw everything on top of the tarp. And I, I know people out there are like this guy's a. Look at this I guy. Put a tarp down. He's yeah. scared to scratch your truck. You scared, baby? Yeah, I am scared to scratch my truck, all right? <laughs> I am. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. All right? Fight me. Fight me. Yeah. But leave a five-star review, please. Just <laughs> wait till I show up with my brand new Honda Town that I have on order. Yeah. I'm going to beat you guys. On order? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I've got one. Where is it? It's coming. <laughs> That's usually the sign of... He doesn't have one yeah. coming. Yeah, he ain't got it. <laughs> I promise I do. I promise. <laughs> All right. That's going to bring us to the official intro of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. It was the hot. Face of the sun. Yeah. We've actually got it manageable in here. Better than yeah. the other week's. Cause I I was sweat. We were both. Oh, sweating. It, it was. It, it was, was so freaking hot. All of us were sweating. Yeah, it Corey was, a was lot. sweating. I was sweating. There's just a bunch of sweaty men in here. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. You can uh, find us on all of your normal podcast places: uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you normally listen to podcasts. Search us at America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. We got Twitter now. You tweeting? Corey is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good, because so, yeah. I ain't going to download that app. We, I, That's another communist. <laughs> we are trying to, you know, the, the the bigger net you put out there, the more you get it out sure, there. The more sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't expect me to do it. Now nah, you're good. Okay, good. You just got to keep showing I've, up. I have, I have cemented myself in the non-social media group. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> makes my life so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you have questions or comments on a certain episode, uh, YouTube is the best place to do it. This is actually a show, so if you want to see what me and Tyler look like, I don't know why you would because we're just two regular dudes. Um, <laughs> you can watch it there. Um, eventually, we are going to have things that can probably fly in and fly out and images and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. uh, we're getting there. That's why you probably noticed that we have sponsorships now because we are trying to grow this podcast. And that's Yeah, subscribe down here. Yeah, I'm trying to do it. Is yeah. it down here? We're doing it. Click uh, subscribe and uh, click, subscribe. Click, click the bell. Click the bell. Notify it. Do this. Comment down below, and then it'll reciprocate back to you. Bingo algorithms. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but if you leave a comment on YouTube, that is the best place to do it. I'm checking those just about daily. 
If you have a question regarding something on your truck that you want to have answered on the podcast, you can shoot me or Tyler an email. Uh, Tyler at Diesel Power Products, Ben at DieselPowerProducts.com. Yeah. Well, yeah, Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com, Ben at DieselPowerProducts.com. Uh, we will get your question answered on one of our episodes. We kind of save them all up and then answer yes. them all at once. Um, if you have a question that you need to get answered because then you get a part. Yeah, like you, right away. Like right you need away. an answer right away. Yeah, the best thing to do is to call in and talk to one of our knowledgeable sales texts. Uh, we're on the phones 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday, 888-993-4373, and they will be able to help you out. I know that everybody is always asking about what's in stock and what isn't. Uh, we have two people working full-time to make sure our website is up to date, but you can always choose to call. Uh, we have lots of places we can pull from. We can give you the as real a deal as we know as yeah. far as like availability goes. And I have no problem telling people that I just don't know. Yeah. Like I'm Sometimes not, it is. I mean, especially yeah. right now, Honda. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you two weeks when like the last time <laughs> I heard was six weeks. Like I, I have no problem just telling you like, dude, the official answer is I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm Honda. sorry. <laughs> So, we're going to get into this episode here. Oh, no, no. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So, this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's m- its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae, and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. We need reviews. Tyler, hit about reviews. Oh, reviews, yes. If you leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, screenshot that bad boy and send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your super sick truck and an address we can send a sticker to that looks just like the logo on our cups, our background, and Ben's kind of tight t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting more muscular or fat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you just you got another baby coming. So I got another probably, baby coming. So it's I a got baby a, fat. I got a, I mean, it's sympathetic weight for my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that oh she's, yeah, now yeah. That she's, she's getting fat. She's, she's getting bigger. She's got a baby in her. Man. You got to get bigger too. So exactly. it's like, hey, we're gonna even ourselves out here. It's a team. It's we're a, a team, team effort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you uh, fat. I'm fat. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the last thing my wife needs is for me to start looking really good. Yeah. At least that's what I think, right? She probably start wondering, like, Ben, why, why you? Trying to look so good right now. Like, why? I mean, like, I, why? I look at it like, <laughs> we're going to start this episode with a tangent. <laughs> I look at it like this. Like, like I'll be honest. I think when my wife is pregnant, she's never looked more beautiful. Like, like yeah. our, our wedding day and all that kind of stuff, like, that pales in comparison to my wife creating a baby inside. Creating her. a human. A freaking human, right? Yeah. That is just absolutely majestic. I think she looks amazing. I don't care if there's, like, the first trimester goal, the second trimester, whatever it is. I think... I don't want to say pregnant women in general because I don't have like a fetish on that. But <laughs> it's, it's starting like, to sound like you kind of do. I know, but it, it's <laughs> it's just the the idea of a the, the beauty of a female body being able to make life that is yeah. 
absolutely just down in the just magical and beautiful and the fact that my wife is doing that is just blows my mind and just my eyes are huge for my wife right now and folks that's how babies are made and that's how babies are made <laughs> babies babies being made or how babies keep getting made i'll tell you what I'll do that right now yeah and if, if you know what i'm talking about right now you know what i'm talking about yeah okay so that being said, like the last thing, my wife, who probably feels bloaty all the time, it was for me to start hit the gym extra hard, <laughs> you know, and, He's getting and like, jacked. like, oh my God. Like, and and like, I, I see it as one of two ways. Like she might be thinking, oh, you know, he looks good. Hell yeah. Like he's mine. <laughs> yeah. But she might also be thinking what just because sometimes <laughs> girls are this way. Women yeah. are this way. I don't, I don't think my wife says it this way. Cause she's pretty real with that kind of stuff. Who's he trying to impress? Yeah. He knows I'm like kind of feeling fat and bloaty and not myself. Yeah, right and why now. is he getting so jacked? Why is he getting so jacked? Who, who's this other girl? Yeah, why is what's he, going on? Why is he and tanning? It, yeah, and in all actuality, <laughs> like I'm just sitting there, like, like, damn, babe, you was fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, if they got really weird, yeah, I'm honest, guys, they got really freaking weird. But now you got a a weird picture into Ben's <laughs> mental psyche about my wife and how she uh, looks when she's pregnant. And we found out there's a weird fetish about you, so that's fantastic. Hey, man, if, if you that's don't great. think like it, if the idea, <laughs> you don't need to keep going, I, Ben. <laughs> okay, it's just true. It's like, weird enough. <laughs> when I get going down a spiral of depression, things get going there. Yeah. When I get going on a spiral like this, this rant is liable to get us all fired. Yeah, straight up. So let's get the episode <laughs> okay, started. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this episode is called "I Got." I got 99 problems, but a DPF ain't one. Hit me. Bound, oh, bound. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for Jay Z to like, yeah. throw in. Like, Copyright. Holla, or whatever yeah. he says. How does he do that? I don't Was know. it Hove or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. That <laughs> did not so, sound like Jay Z whatsoever. If you've we'll never <laughs> seen me or Tyler, you can probably deduce by that last 30 seconds that Tyler and I are about as white as toast. <laughs> I'm sorry, not toast. White bread. Hey, we've got Gilder- Gilberts. We're yellow, okay? That's a color. It's on the spectrum. Part of the rainbow. Part of the rainbow. Okay, guys. So let's get back to the title at <laughs> hand here. 99 problems by DPF and one. Everybody talks about, like, the biggest problem is... Oh, my God, DPF. my DPF, guys. My DPF. My D- my DPF this, my yeah. DPF that. Well, these trucks, and this is this is going to be, like, a sort of a pick-it-apart <laughs> episode. Oh, yeah, we're going to pick it apart. All these emissions attack trucks, they they still have a lot of problems. Yeah. You guys are worrying about one issue in a pool of issues. You're like just pushing those off to the side, just trying to focus on this one issue. It's like, yo, you're pushing off all these other issues. Yeah. They're just gonna come around. They're like little little swimming. What are those uh little water beetles that like they bite? Uh, water beetles are good. Water beetles, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll like you're that. pushing off those beetles, but then they're just gonna come around and they're just gonna bite you in the back of the neck. All right, and you're gonna have like a sore back there while you're swimming, try chasing this one issue, and it's like, dude, you're getting bit in the back by a bunch of freaking weird water beetles. <laughs> Jim Lawrence, water beetles. <laughs> can you fact check that, please? I know you're talking. I don't know if they about. bite. All right, if there is a water beetle out there that bites, maybe I was thinking of a totally different beetle. I don't know, man, but we're gonna, we're gonna find out. Jim's gonna set us straight, us out, straight set us straight on that one. Okay, so let's get down to it. Um, we're going to basically start riffing on trucks that are basically 07, essentially, or 07 and a half and newer. So emissions intact, EGR and DPF and or D or SCR intact trucks. Yeah, so 07 and a half and newer. Let's start with 07 and a half to 12 
Cummins. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to break it into the kind of the same sections we have on our website. Mm-hmm. Issues. Wow. Uh, Where do well, I start? <laughs> Where's my pen and paper? <laughs> so uh, I like steering down the road. Without. Yeah, there's a thing. How about death wobble? It was like the biggest thing to ever happen to a Ram. Yeah. And it's like the worst thing to ever happen to a Ram. <laughs> I would say so, because that, that plagued Rams before <laughs> emissions were a thing. Yeah, it was like they had a chance to fix it. <laughs> they had their chance. They're like, nah. 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 <laughs> not important. Not, not you know happen. what we need? We need a van transmission that's just slightly <coughs> larger for this Cummins engine that we're going to. Yeah, do oh, that. Yeah. yeah let's that, do that first, then steering. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So, so Rams, we've got. <clears throat> a multitude of steering issues, whether it be tie rods, whether it be uh, ball joints, um, even axle U joints, um, transmission issues. Sixty-eight RFE, sixty-eight RFE. Those are way bigger issues that you'd probably want to address before addressing a DPF issue that may or may not come. Yeah. Um, and I think a. Uh, um, to a lot of a lot of these you know issues with these trucks as well i don't want to talk about dpf issues that's not what we're talking about we're talking about mm-hmm. the other issues never mind um so i think we we glazed over the front end stuff a little bit much yeah. there but we're talking <laughs> about tie rod drag link ball joints uh track bar steering track box bar, yeah steering, steering shaft, box uh, yeah. <laughs> steering box brace they yeah. don't have them from the factory they need them um, so yeah, you've got that all to deal with there and keep in mind, but like before they actually get to T style steering, you had Y style steering on a Ram with a six, seven Cummins in the front and a 68 RFE. Yeah. You've got other fish to fry than your freaking DPF, my yeah. dude. But all in all fairness, they stopped that in about Oh, four and a half Oh five ish, but they still had problems with the steering. What? The Y style steering. Oh no. Oh eight. What am I talking about? Oh eight. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Cummins guy. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> Fact check. Yes. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oops. My bad. Um, shut up. <laughs> that's, that's me gloating, by the way. Yeah. Wait till we get to Forge. What's the problem? Yeah. Engine. No. <laughs> the, the power plant, maybe. The whole engine. Six, four liter Fords. <laughs> You know my so, stance ha. on 6.4. Right. <laughs> okay. uh, but, yeah, steering issues are a huge, huge, huge issue on Rams. Um, I, I would address that way before any other issue. Yeah. Um, you know, transmission stuff, usually in stock form, they, they will last, okay? But once guys start playing with these trucks, uh, you definitely have to address, um, you know, transmission issues with those trucks if you're adding power. Also, like kind of you mentioned before the show, gearing on these trucks mm-hmm. the gearing on these trucks sometimes is terrible and nobody does gears so they'll put a giant lift on their truck and big tires and leave their gears and wonder why their transmission keeps failing it's just a, a you're a, getting these trucks that are <laughs> are three quarter and one ton trucks with 342s yeah it's what? outrageous it, and we were talking about this on the sales floor yesterday because the, the new new fords you can get them with a 331 in them now yeah but but you've got a 10-speed transmission, Yeah. okay, that does make up for a lot of things. That does give you less room to grow as far as a tire with that gear ratio, but as far as being able to operate a dually yeah. with, you know, like a 31-inch tire with a 10-speed transmission with a 331, you're still kind of in that envelope. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, when I'm serious when I say you, like, you go an inch bigger on that tire, you're already pushing it. Yeah. 
Um, I will also bring up on the Rams, the earlier ones, especially before they started changing the interiors to actually something that was, uh, you know, a, a person would want to sit in. Um, <laughs> their interiors, their interiors were kind of junk for a while. The the third gens definitely they they did get better once they started getting towards a later the third gen. Sure, in my opinion, once they figured out mega cap, once they figured I don't out know, like, still I think the early fourth gens were still a little cheapy cheap on the uh, interior. Not to thrash on anybody's truck out yeah. there, but okay. I mean, let's be fair compared to new trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, turbo. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. Turbo yeah. issues. He three fifty one ve turbos, yep. best selling turbo on the website. Not because they're awesome, but because they fail all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the improvements to the show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to our epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carb certifications and making high quality parts. New episodes come out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, looking into upgrading the turbo, whether it be like a BD Screamer or something along those lines, you're going to be better off. Um, another thing I was going to bring up, and I'm, I'm spacing on the year, rods on some of the connecting rods. <laughs> the connecting rods. Uh, there, uh, it was around the, I think it was the the early 12s. Was it? Earlier, late 12s? I think it was after that. It was like 14 to so like we, 18. We found it on two of our Those are 2016 and ups. Those are but they were Yeah, they were definitely yeah. 13 and ups. Um they I believe Cummins changed the foundry. And this is like a true This is here's the thing. Jim, Tim, Jim, Tim, Jim, Jim. Jim. Fact check us on this because we want I, I we need we need a fact checker on this yeah about when those rods changed because they 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 did because we had issues with two different trucks here that bent rods and they were not making like they were making power but they were not making they were on the four digits they weren't making anything out of the ordinary which a normal Cummins would be put mm-hmm. through you know what I'm saying yeah um so there was that too so you yeah so it, it, it's the the 13 and I, I mean if you have to put a hard break on it and i don't know what the hard break is i would say if it's like a 14 and up i think it was like 14 to 18 14 18 there was i think they changed the foundry and the connecting rods and they don't really do too well past about that was it like 600 yeah, right around 600 is when. Yeah, we had two trucks that uh, managed to have a uh, a rod shrinking, um, yeah. or a compression lessening. <laughs> just kind of event happened. Just kind of bent a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just made it a little shorter. They were they were just prepping for nitrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. lowering the compression for some nitrous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we pretty much nailed down the old Cummins. Ram Cummins. Okay, Ford six four engine. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of, that's it. The whole engine. Here's the thing, uh, though. I don't want to bash on a bunch of six. I know there's a lot of people out there that drive them. They rip. Oh, God. For a short amount of time. <laughs> I've said it once, and I'll say it again here. If you, like, if you have, if you hate money, okay, if you just straight up hate money and you want to buy a truck that's nice and you you are not scared of blowing shit up. Yeah. And you want a truck that sounds really cool. Yeah. You might be thinking six liter, but no. No. Six fours, okay? They'll Fact. last um, not as long as a six O, but they'll sound twice as cool. So, <laughs> and, and see what I'm working with here. You got factory compounds. No one else in the in the media or in the light yeah. duty truck market has done that, or the uh, pickup truck market has done that. 
Um, they call them cartridge turbos. Yeah. And <laughs> piezo injectors. Yeah. The combination of the two, and if you've heard me say it before, you're probably going to like mouth this with me right now. You can literally buy a tuner and beep, pop, boop. 300 horsepower. <laughs> yeah. 300 yeah. Hor- additional horsepower. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I remember when those came out, they were pretty impressive. Like with tuning, we were just like, oh my God, you put the freaking Warhammer tune in from Spartan? That thing's insane. That is not. <laughs> you could like cool. go around winning dinos. With like a if, truck with a, just a tuner on it. If you wanted to go get a whole bunch of like like local clout, yeah, and you just have it, you have a trailer because you're gonna need one. Yeah, you take this truck, and it it goes to Mexico. You get these tunes on there. You dial in the Warhammer Fu buddy tunes on yeah. it. You will win the stock class 100 times <laughs> out of 100. Well, it'd be like guaranteed. It'd, it'd be like probably 65 times out of 100 because that's if, like okay. A- if the truck is running, you will win. Yeah. <laughs> that that truck will make and like to the wheels, I've seen it my own eyes. Five eighty five to the wheels on forties with stock gears. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Intake Mexico, boom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that is not cool. Okay, <laughs> that is not okay. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but if you're the owner of it, it's not cool. <laughs> not cool at all. They're wicked. <sighs> They're wicked, but. My God, they—they're like a—it's like an engine with an expiration date. Oh, when, when they go, it's the—it's what everybody kind of assumed the six liters would be. Yeah, but even worse, like a six. And, you and don't get me head, wrong. You if, you, if you've got a six four, you're taking care of it. You're not driving it like an a hole. It's probably lasting you a, mm-hmm. a long time. The, that platform was used in a lot of light duty trucks as well. Yeah. Um, and like I, I've got a buddy who him and his wife are full time RVers. He has a bone stock six four taken all the way across the country. Yeah. Never tuned it, never did anything. Still running strong. Yeah, that's great. Religious with the oil changes, religious with everything else. He's fine. He's good to go. But when you start leaning on it, yeah. you start getting that fun button. Yeah. You start feeling the fun. <laughs> yeah. Check your wallet, bud. Check your wallet. Shit's about to get real. Yeah, real fast. The good thing though with those trucks, steering suspension wise, pretty darn good. Yeah, drivetrain, so uh, steering issues. Transmission. For the most part, non-existent. Um, transmission, 5R110s, very durable from the factory. They do have, uh, what is that, uh, the clutch solenoid yep. that a lot of people do replace in there. Other than that, fairly bulletproof transmissions. I will say this, and I'm, I, I don't mean this to like say that you can get away with it. The 5R110 is one of the few transmissions that you can actually, like, get away with not regearing and i'm gonna yeah. shoot I, i'm just it, it's it's one of the ones that it's it, and i just can handle it they just can, you you can be slightly out of the envelope and yeah. it's fine and what i mean by that is like 35s and 373s under normal circumstances not that good right five row 110 you can get it with that 40s and 373s no still not okay yeah but just when on normal uh engine or tire size ratio or tire and gear size ratios of transmissions you just you have that little e- extra bit of envelope. Yeah, for sure. Six uh, seven power stroke, early too. Turbos, turbos. Yeah, yeah. Turbos. I mean, they, they already have a kit called the Fuel Disaster Prevention Kit. Yeah. So CP four with yeah. the name disaster in it, you know it's it's probably serious. <laughs> you should probably look into doing it. <laughs> and the uh, low side of that, the very very condensed version, is the CP four on those trucks. Uh, it is a very they replaced instead of doing a CP three. 
They did a CP4 in them. Some other trucks did them as well. But it's a very high-pressure pump, low volume, so it's able to create more pressure than a CP3, yep. but not as robust. And the issue with that is not only does it use the fuel, or not only does it, does it uh, create pressure with the fuel, but it uses the fuel to lubricate itself as well. And as it uses that fuel to lubricate itself, rather than using the lubricating fuel and cycling it, say, back to the tank through the filtration system, it just kind of cycles it back in. So yeah. as you like, and as we know, as like a wear item, like you have an oil filter on your truck because yeah. deposits happen where things happen. Now imagine you just didn't have an oil filter, but now imagine that instead of having oil pressure, which on like that truck is maybe like 40, 50 PSI, it's kind of makes its way everywhere. You're now re-injecting that oil that may have like metal shards in it up yeah. to, I don't know, 26,000 PSI <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through tiny little holes, through injectors with crystals in it with wizards. Yeah. And you now are replacing everything in that truck that has the word fuel. Yeah. <laughs> literally. literally everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 12 grand. You want to know another one? Intercooler piping. Oh, For some oh, freaking God. reason, the plastic. they decided that plastic was a good idea. For intercooler piping, where air is pressurized going into the engine. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? I love the score. They're not the only ones that did plastic. I'll give here. I'll I'll take a hit. Ram did some plastic. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they don't, they're not held on with a freaking weird clip that then the the plastic is so hard it just explodes. Like that's what. (laughs) So let this be a warning. Um, If you have a 6'4 power stroke and it's, you know, summertime or whatever, you're going to blow that coupler. There's no replacement. You cannot, like, just make it work. You can literally tape it. And, and when I say limp it, I mean quite literally limp it at, like, six Lowest an hour. boost possible. Like, you, you are making no boost. Um, and chances are, wherever you limp it to is not going to have a replacement because it's such a common failure, especially during summer when everybody's out towing with their 6.4s yeah. or 6.7s. Because they tow great. 6R140s and a 6.7, they, they do great jobs towing. Oh, yeah. That is uh, just... Especially with that, it's like it's on the front of the engine, right there. All the hot air, vibrations, it just terrible idea. But there are plenty of companies that make aftermarket options, which we actually we 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 preemptively stock up on these in the beginning of summer because everybody starts towing again. And like I I I kid you not, last summer people would, you know, I had I we had people that would call in at like four forty five, like UPS is already gone, but we yeah. have it on hand. They were like. I will pay you an extra $100 if you can take this personally to somewhere that can ship it out today. And then I will pay the next day of shipping on top of that. Yeah. Because I am literally stuck in the middle of New Mexico and no one has this. Yeah. And it's going to blow again. Yeah. Like, I will, like, to me right now, $600 for a coupler, not that much. Yeah. (sighs) So just preemptively, if you buy a 6.7, do that. We even, the turbo. The turbo. Yeah. Ceramic ball bearings. Makes a really rad noise before it blows. Goes <laughs> 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 You'll know. Google it. See it. Yeah. 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 Um, there are some fixes out there, but usually the, the best fix is probably uh, ATS has a good drop-in fix, which I believe they have swapped those out for, I want to say, stainless steel ball bearings. I, I believe so. Actually, I've just ordered one for Mark in his mm-hmm. 6.7. It's got him a 3,000 drop-in VFR. 
Ooh. He blew, I got him a stock replacement because he had issues with the first one. Mm-hmm. He, the stock replacement lasted for a while, but it still just kicked the bucket just like two weeks ago. Yeah. So like, when dude, we, when he was, here's because he, he was like looking at doing, he was looking at doing you know the non VGT options because his mm-hmm. truck is is a Mexican truck, and uh, he uh, I, I told him I'm like listen, you could, <laughs> the way I know how he drives, and so I'm like okay if you go that route. It's a lot more an install. It's not going to be just a drop in. And to be honest with you, you're probably going to have more issues. He already had issues with his transmission. It's a higher mileage truck. Uh, I'm Wait, like, is, is he using it for towing like yeah, he was oh before? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But he's going to run into issues. I was like, here's the deal. Here's what you do. You just do this turbo. It's going to fit right in there. It's got upgraded upgraded bearings. The things that fail on them is fixed. Mm-hmm. Just just do this turbo. Just do it. It'll be way easier. Yeah. So there you go. That's a good choice, Mark. Yeah. Um, six sevens. Um, when you, I'm gonna get real specific here. Uh, I don't recall if it's the driver or passenger side, um, side mirror. If you break that off, the truck won't run. Seriously? Yep. <laughs> Fords. There is <laughs> silly guys. <laughs> uh, if you want to, you want to hear, you want to hear more funny. of the the information on that. Uh way 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 back when our audio was garbage in fact it was one of the episodes our audio was the worst and it prompted us to get better microphones uh we had an episode with lenny and uh he talked about and i, I think it's the passenger side rear view mirror there's a uh, temperature sensor in there the passenger side side, Sorry, mirror. Si- side mirror there's a temperature sensor in there if that temperature sensor isn't reading anything the truck won't start because it won't know what temperature it is wow and I can think of some people I can mess with by just unplugging it. <laughs> I know, right? And, and to go on and on top of that, and here's a little bit of Ford knowledge for you guys. Uh, and and for me, this is this is the quintessential. Like, me and Tyrus' personalities are this. Yeah. Okay. And this is not. It doesn't mean one's better or one's worse. But like the, the way we kind of like just this is us to a T. So as far as temperature profiles for the way the engine runs, Cummins has three. It's cold. I'm fine. It's hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 6.7 Power Stroke, I think, has like 7 to 10 different temperature settings. So Cold. Ta- really cold. Yeah. Kind of cold. Not as cold. Springtime. We're good. We're good. <laughs> this is still good. A little warm, but we're okay. Now we're getting hot. Let's figure it out. Now we're hot. Okay, now we're hot. Now we're getting really hot. Yeah. Now we're, oh, my God. Ah! <laughs> and and it, it just it, it's what I look at it as when me and Tyler come into something. Tyler, let's look at it. Tyler will have three post-it notes. Yeah, or I'll if ha- any, I'll have nine pages of Excel sheets. Yeah, and we're That's talking so about the same true. damn thing. It's <laughs> so true. I mean, like looking over at you, like, why do you have so many notes? Like, let me, steel trap. Let me, ch- let me check my notes. And just, that, that's that's how it goes. But uh, back to the. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense why I'm a Cummins guy, you're a Ford guy. Like, that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Well, and it even goes back to the whole, like, always, uh, in, in in my mind, and this, this, is, this might get into a power show Cummins debate and maybe okay. a little Duramax. In my mind, I always have felt that Ford, and it, it's a lot of the split year things coming on, I look at it as they were always trying to, to, to innovate and go to the next thing. Like, the, whether it was the right Fair thing enough. to do or not, they were always trying to, like, We've got a half-year modification. We figured out how to make it work better. We're going to go there. Now, whether they realize that they absolutely F themselves for people in the future as far as, like, figuring out what they have and aftermarket parts and all that kind of stuff, I don't think they cared about that. I think yeah. that what they were worried about is, like, 
we have to keep improving and moving forward. Yeah. And that's how I choose to view it. Everybody, you know, if you talk to people like Ashford, he always says, I don't speak FOMOCO, and that's for a reason. I do speak FOMOCO. I don't know why. <laughs> that's just the way it is. But that that's yeah. how I view it. Okay. Yeah. And not saying that Cummins, Cummins doesn't innovate and try and move if forward. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. You don't work on other <laughs> stuff. It's fine. Okay, so I feel like we've hammered on that enough. Cause I, can you think of any other 6-7 Power Stroke stuff? Um... No. Uh, I'm trying to rack my brain real quick. Um, intake, exhaust, tuning, water to air in a cooler. I, I'm all, I will say the wa- the factory water to air in a cooler is uh, extremely restricting. Um, it is. No right. fabrication. No fab. Shout out. Yeah. Definitely, definitely one of their water air intercoolers can help out a lot. We did a uh, Instagram post on that a while back, and uh, we actually dyno tested one of them, and the results out front may look to you like that's Minimal. retarded. Yeah. <laughs> but For a thousand bucks, I gained four horsepower it was seven seven yeah but when you look <laughs> at what what it does to everything else it makes a huge difference um that might be, that's a good episode that's the good warmest episode. drink yeah. i've ever taken <laughs> <sighs> okay uh i think we've hammered in the six seven scorpion engine okay um, duramax 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 i just duramax. thought of one thing uh super super obscure random um crank shaft pin crankshaft pulley that's duramax yeah it's, it's pressed on isn't it Oh. Yeah, so the the factory six seven scorpion crankshaft hey, real quick, pulley. How come they didn't like take off with like the scorpion thing? Like have like a cool, you know, like in the in the um, yeah, yeah like yeah. a cool logo or something. You got cobras, you got SVTs. They have a it's like a gear, raptor, a gear with a leaf six seven. Dude, put a freaking scorpion on there, dude. Yeah, freaking snake, dude. A scorpion, they're badass. You know what I bet you it was? I'm going to go on a limb here. Well, Maybe it'd be a leaf, if you will. Well, do you know what's cool with, like, the um, – oh, my God, the TRX that we got? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Easter egg? The Easter yeah. egg of the of the, the of the freaking the, Tyrannosaurus Rex eating a raptor? Yeah. Like, that's such Under like a <laughs> – Like, that's badass. That is super cool. Yeah. Ford missed the bus on the whole Scorpion thing. They could have made that, like, a cool, like – Something they're too busy innovating. I know. I'm just <laughs> I'm complaining about like a an emblem. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah, it's the the crankshaft pulley. Um, when you start getting above, I want to say the high sixes, sevens, you run into issues with potential uh, slippage there. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. I've known about it. I haven't heard of it. I've only. I've only heard about it because Lenny has told me that he's seen it happen. Well, the, that's why I said Duramax when you were saying the crankshaft pin thing yeah, because yeah. of the Duramax issues with them. Or you just, you know, shatter a crank. Yeah, or that. <laughs> Duramax, <laughs> your turn. Your turn, your turn. Okay, um, step one, IFS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys, but um, it's pretty much like a, I don't, like a two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, like, conglomeration in a truck like what are you doing what are you doing it's a heavy duty truck where's your straight axle like a normal human being the square body chevys are like the best truck like ever freaking made Mm -hmm. and y'all ruined it (laughs) you ruined it you've had a lot of years to come back as ash i'm gonna i'm gonna quote ash you made it an el camino (laughs) okay you made it a freaking el camino (laughs) 
<laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. Um, you took too many notes from Cheech and Chong. There's too many joints <laughs> on the front of that front end. <laughs> That's pretty good. There's too many joints. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. For real. The steering system, you got idler arm, idler arm support, center link, tie rods, steering box. How do they all connect? I have no idea. Magic. <laughs> the, I don't want to, I mean, well, I guess, what would you rather have? Death wobble or the Chevy shimmy? Oh, I would, dude. I would freaking, I would death wobble my way to freaking Montana. <laughs> just just, just dance all the way <laughs> <laughs> Just listening to music. Just say hey, it's going. <laughs> I know it'll stop sometime. Yeah. <laughs> like I will death wobble my way to because at least I know I could probably replace it with like forty six dollar ball joints <laughs> or like a tie rod for like fifty bucks. Like yeah, done. Yeah. Whereas Duramax is like, well, you need to replace your whole tie rod, center link, and maybe a steering box. Upper control arm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and your tires are shot. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, you plowed a center median. Yeah. <laughs> Which in death wobble could be a lot worse, but. <laughs> I will say the, the death wobble that I've seen or that I've, I'll be honest, I've only been in one truck that actually truly had death wobble. But the, for the most part, the death wobble that, I, that I've heard of or seen at least on the YouTubes is you're like you're pretty much in a straight line and you're wobbling real hard right you're shake 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 and the the scary come down is trying to slow down to make the shake stop when yeah. in actuality you're supposed to throttle it in are you from what i hear if you're Chevy, if you're shaking I, don't know, like I had that, uh, when i worked at a dealership i had a truck um, that i was doing a it was a used truck we had no we had no rigs coming in or no, nothing scheduled so i would just grab like used trucks and do inspections and whatnot mm -hmm. and um i took this truck out for a test drive and it death wobbled on me at like 35 miles an hour like <laughs> yeah i was super low speed yeah it just started shaking and i was like holy sh like it scared me i tapped the brakes for like two seconds and it went away i was like oh this thing these tie rods are both joints like race <laughs> brought it right back into the shop and and yeah <laughs> so it was like it was one of those things where it like yeah it made you like you know pucker up a little bit but mm -hmm. then it was like oh brakes done okay cool <laughs> well maybe, I, maybe maybe i don't maybe know power out of speed, it that speed i could see brakes but like at highway speed power out maybe i don't know i've never because <laughs> well, i mean if you think about <laughs> don't what's try this at home people yeah. with death wobbling well, I mean, trucks. if you think about what's happening with death wobble i mean you, you've got things that are just moving uncontrollably you need yeah. to you need to exert enough force on them to, to tighten them back up to tighten you need them back to up. basically shift the weight to where the because the thing with those tie rods on those trucks is <laughs> I've seen guys check them and they'll lift the entire truck up and check them, right? Check the tie rods. Oh, mm -hmm. it's tight. Well, when you lift those trucks the up, of the wheels it puts, on it. well, it puts tension on the tie rods to mm -hmm. where you wouldn't feel any play. You actually have to bear, you have to lift those trucks. What I always do is I lift them up to where the tires came off the ground. Then I would set it back on the ground just barely enough. Mm -hmm. And then you hop in and turn the wheel and you could see all the play. Um, so yeah, you just, I, I could see where that could work. If you're you're in it enough to where it kind of shifts the weight, move you know lifts up the front a little bit to where those tighten back up. Mm -hmm. I guess it would depend on how bad it is, yeah, and how bad they're worn out. But anyways, we're talking about Duramaxes here. Yeah, how about this? Um, CP4 again. CP4 again. issues. Why? 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 Um, Donde está la lift pump? Sino español. 
I don't know what you said. <laughs> ain't got no lift pumps. Uh, <laughs> ain't got no lift pumps. <laughs> ain't got no lift pumps. No lift pumps. Um, if you plan on doing anything to your Duramax, step one, put a lift pump in. Yeah. If you plan on just owning a Duramax, this is, uh, I mean, basically any of them, I know we're talking about emissions intact, but any of them, 01 to 16. So LB7, LLY, LM, or LBZ, LMM, LML, all generations of LML, all the way up until basically the L5P started. No lift pump to be found. No. If you want that thing to last you a long no, time, no. <laughs> yeah, no lift pumps, <laughs> yeah. you're going to want to put a lift pump on it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't care what brand you go with. Just put a freaking lift pump on it. Yes. Yep. Um, let's see. What else besides that? Uh, Allison's t- don't really like power. I'll be honest. Without being worked, as far as like when I say worked, as far as modified, <laughs> mm-hmm. I um, will. Say the people do give Allison's a lot of credit, and I and I and this is me. I'm not an Allison hater. I think Allison's a great yeah. transmission. Um, but when you take a truck that's basically stock form and you put all this power around it and you put tuning on their injectors or whatever, and you don't tell the Allison what's going on, it's not going to have a good time. Yeah. It's going to go in limp mode. It's going to have, because it's got a lot of sensors on it. It's going it's, to, it's basically gauging a lot of stuff. It's going, it's a smart transmission. Yeah. And that's almost its downfall. It's too smart. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty much like, almost, it's, it's too smart and it's somewhat a standalone type thing. You got to tell what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. One of the, um, I'm going to, since I bashed on Ram interiors, uh, the early GMs feels like you're in a, uh, I don't know, Chevy Malibu. <laughs> what, what year are you talking about? Like 07 and a half to 10. LMMs, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the LMMs? interior, I I don't like them. They feel like you're in a car. I like Prove me the, wrong. I like the <laughs> LMMs. <laughs> you're I, in a they, car. But I agree. Okay, I'm with you. They, they did share a lot of the same interior characteristics as a car. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> it's just so like. <laughs> but you know what? Hey. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They're comfortable. Well, whatever. I mean, I'm going to settle this right now. <laughs> but hey, the IFS. What do you expect? That's true. That's when true. you want that truck that drives like a yeah. car. How can we make this three-quarter ton heavy-duty truck ride more like a car? Like, that's what they – I feel like that was the conversation they had. They're like, oh, huh, huh, IFS. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God, guys. God. Can that would have been – okay, could you imagine in 07 and a half? Like, all right, we'll keep it in the 6.6 liter. It's, a, it's good liters. Mm-hmm. It's good. We got an Allison. We're good. Good. Here's what we've done for the last, I don't know, 10 years. IFS, right? Well, the, let's they, hold on. Well, they started doing IFS in like the 90s. Torsen bar with IFS. Right. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. What if they were like, you know what, guys? We're going to straight axle. We're going to do. I was just thinking the same. An, thing. <laughs> we've got an AAM in the back. Let's do a nine and a quarter, just like a Ram. Or, or we could do a Dana 60, I, whatever, you know. But let's make a straight axle, heavy-duty truck with coils. And it, honestly, I'd probably do – I would say a four-link. I would say like a Ram-style front suspension. Like, could you imagine that if that came out in 2007 and a half with the new body style? So I, I see – Like, that would that would have been a game-changer If GM Duramax. were to do a front-end, they definitely would have done a four-link for sure. Yeah. Because to me, a radius arm is just too big and brute for them. Yeah, they wouldn't have gone leaf spring because no one else was doing that anymore. Uh, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, how it, epic would that have been though? So the LMM body style with a solid axle on the front, 
Yeah. And I know everybody's picturing this right now because there are solid axle swapped Chevys out there, and most everybody goes with leaf springs because they're well, and they're lifted ta- taller than right. Yeah. <laughs> And they're they're most everybody will go with a leaf spring because it's easy to do because you just sure. put them under the axle. I'm sorry, not under the axle. You put them on the axle, but and under the frame. Right. The thing is, on that truck, it's still torsion bar. The frame is narrow, and you got control arms, so you've got these these leaf springs that look like they're sitting like five inches apart <laughs> from each other, and it looks stupid. Yeah. I will. Well, uh, I'm just saying when they design the 07 and a half, like new body style. Yeah, but we've but got emissions. Now, now wrap your head yeah. around coils and forelink and you don't yeah. have these stupid ass leaf springs five inches away from each other that's a hot truck that's a hot truck that would have been that would have been a, a that would been a game changer that would have been a game changer for the that would have i think that would have thrown ford and ram on their ass because at that point they have a proven engine they have proven transmission they've got a good rear end because i mean nobody can talk shit about the 11 and a half no. am like I got no problems with that. Yeah, like come at me, bro. No construction <laughs> in Allison. Yeah, transfer cases known to blow up, fixable. Yeah. Um, but on the early trucks, like what? What? I mean, that would the earliest platform to run common rail. Yep. And one of the like, I I think the Duramax platform. Like I I am not well educated in Duramax. I yeah. do not speak Duramax. Neither do I. Okay. I speak enough to do like like topical stuff and, yeah. and fairly. I would say for 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 our industry, I do topical. Yeah, right. I'm I'm good at topical. Um, for most normal people out there, I can speak at a very deep level, but most people are not. Is is literally our right? This is our career. Job. It's our yeah. job. Okay. <laughs> um, I think like I would love to learn more about the Duramax because I I, I do think that it is a a cool platform. Yeah, it's oh the yeah. longest lasting displacement platform. Yeah, it's the longest lasting, you know, basically in that configuration. And they've just taken that and you know kind of changed it with the times. Yeah. With that being said, y'all got IFS <laughs> and your Chevy Cavalier interior. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. So we talked about problems, right? Ninety nine problems, but a DPF eight one. Guess what, guys? If you have an emissions intact truck, you could. You can do everything that a pre-emission truck can do. You can do turbos. You can do injectors. You can do injection pumps. You can do tuning, intakes, all this stuff. You can still do it if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Make sure you've got the right combination of parts, and you can make great power with a truck that still has its emissions intact. And the best part about it is if you've got matched parts, you'll probably end up burning cleaner to where you're, you're – you're, it's not using EGR as much. Mm-hmm. It's not filling the DPF as much. It's not going into regen as much because of the combination of parts that you've put together have made it more efficient. And that's the name of the game with especially emissions intact truck. It's emissions intact trucks. It's all about being efficient. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. <laughs> this is where it's so funny. Like people, you you say something to a, a you know a diesel guy that's got a truck that's like black smoke and and all this stuff you're like you know i'm i'm trying to make it as efficient as possible with the mm-hmm. fuel that i have and they think it's a bad thing but in reality i'm burning all the fuel that is getting put into the cylinder where you're wasting fuel so so what you what what yeah you make a black cloud cool i'm beating you yeah i mean there's nothing Scoreboard. wrong with being efficient. You're using that fuel. Mm-hmm. Black smoke is a is is it's unburned fuel. It's it's loss of power is what mm-hmm. it is. 
I mean, yeah, there's sled pull trucks and that. That's a different category. We're not talking about those trucks. We're talking about normal trucks. It's a, it's you're 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 losing power out the tail light. Horsepower tail light at the tailpipe. Horsepower is going out the back of your truck. So that's the name of the game now. And that's just something that we have to adapt and over and, and, and work with. There's nothing wrong with that. Making a truck as efficient as possible. And that's kind of the goal that I'm going with my truck is to make it as efficient as possible so I can use all that fuel. I can get to the point where it's not using EGR as much. It's not going into regen all the time. The filters are keeping clean. And guess what? It's a quiet, nice truck. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do miss the sound. I do miss... You know, the, you know, the, I, I miss the sound of an uncorked Cummins. Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't want to be wasting fuel. And I yeah. want it to run as efficiently as possible to last me as long as possible because I spent a lot of money on this truck. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. So one one thing I do want to point out here is everyone we just talked about, you know, 99 problems with DPF and one, everything like that. And th- what you're working with, keep in mind and – me out on this one i've said it before this is a, I, I repeat myself a lot but yeah. a, lot, a lot of things are very basic universal truths yeah even as emissions equipment became you know had to be intact on trucks and the emission standards got stricter and stricter the horsepower level has never gone down no okay and when i say never gone down <sighs> I don't mean that like, oh, one year was 325 and the next year was 325. I mean, the horsepower level has always gotten better. The These trucks rolling off the factory floor, while they do have emissions equipment on there now, everybody says it you know, chokes them down, doesn't do this. You know, like I, I get that, and I hear you, okay? We're all dudes. We're all mechanical yeah. dudes. I hear that. I, I see what you're talking about, and I get your frustration. But keep in mind... The power levels have always gone up. Yeah, always. They've always gone up. And mark my words on this. I'm, I'm coming out with a very, I'm going to say a very ballsy statement. Okay. If we're taking notes from the, the gas you know, industry, and while we do have other things going on right now, like you know, the electric vehicle sector growing more and more, which you know I, I will say like I don't hate. I'm more of a diesel guy, but I don't hate electric vehicles. Um, when you're looking at what's happened to the gas industry and you extrapolate that onto the diesel industry, look at what we have rolling around for gas cars now. We've got Hellcats rolling off the floor <laughs> with 707 horsepower that sound nasty. Yeah, we have one here. We have <laughs> one. We or, yeah. or, or TRXs. These are emissions-equipped smog 50-state smog-legal vehicles that absolutely thrash. Yeah. Okay, we are – we're on that, in my opinion. I feel like we're at the um, – in, like, the 1970s when, like, the big emission standards came down with, like, all the hot rods. Mm-hmm. And that's when you saw, like, muscle cars just fall off the map. Like, that's where diesel is right now. We already – I think we, we never we're, – we're, we're going past it We never sure. even yeah. hit the fall-off. Sure. Well, we did a little I, bit. Well, okay, so early I would say 07 to 12. That was yeah. the, that was the learning curve for if, sure, if, if you will. The and that was basically the entire like, you know, late seventies, eighties, and I would say very early nineties. Yeah. Right now, I think the emission, the diesel emissions intact diesel performance, we're basically in the, I want to say the the late nineties right now. 
Yeah. Like the mid late nineties. We've we've got yeah. the you know the the, the ninety six Mustang GTs coming out, the SVTs. We've got all these you know late nineties cars that are starting to come. They figured out how to make power cleaner. Yeah. Or they bribe the EPA. I don't know. What yeah. <laughs> but they they started to figure out how to do that, and, and you know the the early two thousands and the early two thousand teens with how fast we're innovating with the diesel side, they're right around the corner. Yeah. And with that, I think that's going to start. We're going to get some of that sound back. Yeah. I hope, I hope. Yeah. I think we're going to, I think they're going to be able to figure out. I think the OEMs, I hope are figuring out how to get these trucks running better, faster, cleaner with honestly less emissions choke down. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the biggest problem. Is the, Mark is the, me on yeah. that. I, I think you're I think you're right. I, I'm on the same page with you on that. I sure. think um, without the intervention or without the interjection of electric vehicles, if you were to take them out of the picture, which I know we can't because they're part of it now. I, I still think I, I still think like hydrogen is going to come before a mass electronic vehicle because mm. I think. Well, I guess I don't really know because I don't really like. Is hydrogen is hydrogen bottled? Like, do you just like go to a gas station and like fill up? Hey, Jimmy, I mean, some I guess hydro. It's just, I guess it's just water. I mean, it is water. Yeah, that's just gone through like an electrolysis process where the hydrogen. I don't even know getting... enough to be dangerous on that stuff, dude. Yeah, you are. Water H two O. Hydrogen two oxygen mo- molecules. Okay. You put it in a freaking. You put it in a. You put it in a in a in a in a freaking pot. <laughs> right. No, elect, they, it's basically you put it in something where it like via electrolysis or whatever the hell it's called, it separates the hydrogen out of the water. So the only byproduct is oxygen, mm-hmm. and you're burning the hydrogen. Science. Maybe they'll figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. But so you just what fill your tank up with water? How's that work? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> we have to know. Yeah, I'm just I'm just. Filling up at home with my host, <laughs> Jim Lawrence. There Jim you are, Lawrence, there's your task. We need you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's going to about wrap this one up. There's a big tangent in there. There's a couple tangents in there. There's this a couple. Start, this this basically episode, the the moral of it is is don't be afraid of your emissions equipped truck. You don't always have to go to straight to. I need to remove the emissions. You can still make good power. You can still have a non-problematic truck as long as you take care of it because there's other things that come into taking care of one of these trucks whether it be making sure you're up on maintenance with your oil mm-hmm. changes and that and fuel filters and that sort of thing so there's a, you you can still have a fun truck that you can work and, and go play with that has emissions intact it's not the end of the world. You mm-hmm. don't always have to go straight to, oh, I got to take these emissions off because they're choking the truck up. Yeah, there is aspects of it that are choking the truck, but there's also companies that are coming out with parts to open these trucks back up. Hence, banks coming out with that badass intake manifold that I can't wait to get one on my truck. Mm-hmm. Like, that's epic. That it frees up a ton of restriction. VG the, the modified VGT turbos, whether it comes from BD, whether it comes from Fleece, ATS, uh, any of these companies that are making these modified drop-in turbos that work with emissions, that's all good stuff, and that's all stuff that can make power on these trucks while keeping everything in place, while making it more efficient. So it's 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 more smiles per gallon in the long run, and you don't have to you don't have to void your warranty if it's a new truck. If you ever want to trade it in or ever want to sell it, that's always a problem. Especially if you listen to any of the podcasts that we talk about buying used trucks. I'm a strong advocate of trying to find a stock truck, not one that someone's been modified, uh, you know, through the roof and you don't know what's done to it. So 
You can still make power with emissions. It's trust me, it's there. You can do it. Well, there you go, guys. There's your task for the week. There you go. Tell me more about <laughs> hydrogen. Yeah. Just kidding. That's gonna <laughs> wrap up this episode because you know what, guys? I got ninety nine problems, but DPF ain't one. Yeah. Hit me. me. Bow, 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 bow. That was the outro yeah. song. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. See ya. Bow, bow, bow. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. <laughs>